welcome back. Um, thanks for tuning in. And I just want to say um, I appreciate you for listening and, and studying God's Word. Um, it is truly a blessing. Um, and I look forward to bringing it to you as accurately and as complete as I can. And we are in the book of Acts. We are journeying through the book of Acts, um, chapter by chapter, verse by verse. We are at uh, just a little bit over halfway through point. And we are really seeing the first century Christian believers pioneer the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ into the land. Um, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful picture. Um, we have Paul. We, we had Peter. Um, we've had several uh, pioneer apostles um, taking the gospel into the land. It's reaching now Jews, Gentiles. It's starting to reach different groups of people. And now we are at Acts chapter 15. Um, just to recap. Acts 14 real quick for you. So Paul and Barnabas went on a mission trip from their home church, uh, which is Antioch. Antioch of Syria is their like home base, so to speak, um, church. And they are just coming back and we will begin um, chapter 15. While Paul and Barnabas were at Antioch of Syria, some men from Judea arrived and began to teach the believers. Unless you are circumcised as required by law of Moses, you cannot be saved. Paul and Barnabas disagreed with them, arguing with them. Finally, the church decided to send Paul and Barnabas to Jerusalem, accompanied by some local believers, to talk to the apostles and elders about this question. So, we see they they are basically saying that they have to be circumcised in order to be saved. So the, the, the church at the time was unsure about it. So they're sending Paul and Barnabas um, to go get some more advice from apostles and elders over in Jerusalem. The church sent the delegates to Jerusalem and they stopped along the way in Phoenicia in Samaria to visit the believers. They told them, much to everyone's joy, that the Gentiles too were being converted. When they arrived in Jerusalem, Barnabas and Paul were welcomed by the whole church, including the apostles and elders. They reported everything God had done through them. But then some of the believers who belonged to the sect of the Pharisees stood up and insisted, the Gentile converts must be circumcised and required to follow the law of Moses. So the apostles and elders met together to resolve this issue. At the meeting, after a long discussion, Peter stood and addressed them as follows. Excuse me. Brothers, you all know that God chose me from among you some time ago to preach to the Gentiles so that they could hear the good news and believe. God knows people's hearts, and he confirmed that he accepts Gentiles by giving them the Holy Spirit, just as he did to us. 
He made no distinction between us and them, for he cleansed their hearts through faith. So why are you now challenging God by burdening the Gentile believers with a yoke that neither we nor our ancestors were able to bear? We believe that we are all saved the same way, by the undeserved grace of the Lord Jesus. Everyone listened quietly as Barnabas and Paul told about the miraculous signs and wonders God had done through them among the Gentiles. When they had finished, James stood and said, Brothers, listen to me. Peter has told you about the time God first visited the Gentiles to take from them a people for himself. And this conversion of Gentiles is exactly what the prophets predicted. As it is written, afterward, I will return and restore the fallen house of David. I will rebuild its ruins and restore it, so that the rest of humanity might seek the Lord, including the Gentiles, all those I have called to be mine. The Lord has spoken. He who made these things known so long ago. Um, and that scripture was Isaiah 45, verse 21. But they are seeing a fulfillment of the Old Testament right before their eyes. They're living it. Um, you know, and how many times do you see, for instance, you know, you hear things quoted like uh, in Joel chapter 2 when God said, I'll pour out my spirit on all flesh. And that prophecy was fulfilled in Acts chapter 2. Um, and we see the fulfillment of prophecy right here as well. Um, and that is in the first century church that that is fulfilled in. Um, so verse 19, And so my judgment is that we should not make it difficult for the Gentiles who are turning to God. Instead, we should write and tell them to abstain from eating food offered to idols, from sexual immorality, from eating the meat of strangled animals, and from consuming blood. So basically what Peter's talking about here, he said there's more moral obligations. You guys are worried about some outward physical, um, and that was in regards to the circumcision. So basically, if someone is telling you you can't do this, can't do that, and be a Christian, listen, if it's re related to a way you have to dress or look, it, that none of that matters. Outward, physical things do not bring you or make you closer to God. They don't. Um, but rather, what Peter's teaching here is there's moral code that... There should be abstaining from eating um, food that's sacrificed to idols. Why? Because it violates your conscience. It's a conscience thing. From sexual immorality, from sleeping with other people's wives and husbands and, you know, cheating and those types of things. Those are moral violations. And that's what Peter is saying here is, you know, focus on those things. Why are you, you burdening these people with circumcision of the flesh? When the heart is what truly matters. And he goes on verse 21. For 
These laws of Moses have been preached in Jewish synagogues in every city on every Sabbath for many generations. Um, then the apostles and elders together with the whole church in Jerusalem chose delegates. And they sent them to Antioch of Syria and Paul and Barnabas to report on this decision. The men chosen were two of the church leaders, Judas um, and Silas. And so you see government being placed. When there's a problem, you assign a people or a group, you know, to to bring a solution. And that's what you see right here is we see er, we see problems early on arising in the church, and we see solutions being met um and that's the same way um god gives believers authority to solve these issues um first 33 uh 23 excuse me this is the letter they took with them this letter is from the apostles and elders your brothers in jerusalem it is written to the gentile believers in antioch syria and Cilicia. greetings we understand that some men from here have troubled you and upset you with their teaching, but we did not send them. So we decided, having come to a complete agreement, to send you official representatives, along with our beloved Barnabas and Paul, who have risked their lives for the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We are sending Judas and Silas, to confirm what we have decided concerning your questions. For it seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us to lay no greater burden on you that um, on you than these few requirements. You must abstain from eating food offered to idols, from consuming blood, or the meat of strangled animals, and from sexual immorality. If you do this, you will do well. Farewell. So that is the letter that they have written to the Gentiles. Um, verse 30. The messengers went at once to Antioch, where they called a general meeting of believers and delivered the letter. And there was great joy throughout the church that day as they read this encouraging message. Verse 32. Then Judas and Silas both being prophets spoke at the length to believers encouraging and strengthening their faith they stayed for a while and then the believers sent them back to the church in jerusalem with a blessing of peace paul and barnabas stayed in antioch they and many others taught and preached the word of the lord there after some time paul said to barnabas let's go back and visit each city where we previously preached the word of the Lord to see how the new believers are doing. Barnabas agreed and wanted to take along John Mark. But Paul disagreed strongly since John Mark had deserted them in Pamphylia and had not continued with them in their work. Their disagreement was so sharp that they separated Barnabas took John Mark with him and sailed for Cyprus. Paul chose Silas, and as he left, the believers entrusted him to the Lord's gracious care. 
Then he traveled throughout Syria and Sicilia, strengthening the churches there. Okay, so um, we, we see in the early church, as I discussed, a problem arising um, with the Jewish believers wanting to say the Gentiles had to be circumcised, um, which was under the law of Moses. Um, and so we see a solution to the problem. Paul goes, meets with other believers in Jerusalem. They set a, uh, basically a guideline saying that, you know, we've come to a conclusion and, and this is how we're going to rest on the matter that that doesn't matter, but they gave them more conscience, you know, moral codes to, to follow. Um, and then at, at the end of chapter 15, we see a split in um, what I guess you would say is the church because Paul and Barnabas part ways over John Mark. Um, obviously, Paul was not happy with John Mark leaving them, so they went separate ways. Um, Barnabas takes John Mark and Paul takes Silas and they both go on their way doing the Lord's work. And so they are basically going back to where in chapter 14, 15, their mission trips they had taken and went to different areas preaching the gospel. Now they're going to go back through those areas and check on the believers in those areas and, and see their progress. Um, I'm sure to encourage them, love on them, say hello, and and just spend some time with them. Um, so that's, that's where we're at. We're seeing um, n now we're hitting kind of a second stage in the book of Acts is now we're not just seeing the spread of the gospel, but now we're actually seeing a second wave or a strengthening of the believers in the early first century, you know, Christians. Now they're being equipped by some leaders. Um, so that brings 15 to a close and i want to say thank you that you know you're studying god's word it's it's amazing to to get a well-rounded background a history um and an understanding of of the bible you know it's very important so i love you because you love god's word and and let's continue to go through chapter by chapter verse by verse and get a full context and a true context of what it's saying here and and what you know this first century church um this pioneer church went through to advance the gospel um to where we have it now so easily accessible um pretty much persecution free um it's it's so easy i feel so thankful and grateful that i could sit here and openly discuss god's word with with you um, as opposed to what they went through to get it to where it's at, you know, so I tip my hats to them. Um, and once again, thank you guys. I look forward to reading more.